time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Welcome to the Mining Stock Daily. Standing in for Trevor Hall, I'm Paul Harris. Today is Tuesday, October the 19th. Monday gold fell a little over $2 per ounce from Friday to $17.64 after running up to $17.72 before bulls lost interest, giving the price management team an opportunity to push the price back down. Silver fell steadily overnight Monday and through Monday's close, settling at $23.22. The Mining Stock Journal is encouraged that for now, silver is holding over $23 per ounce. Gold open interest from Friday's action plunged over 13,000 contracts or 2.7%. The loss was in the December contract, which means that in all probability, the banks were instrumental in engineering Friday's price smash in the paper market and used it as an opportunity to further cover their massive net short position in paper gold. If that thesis is correct, it will resonate in this Friday's COT report numbers. India was closed Friday, but based on the ex-duty import premiums reported in the afternoon for Monday, it appears to have fed hungrily on the price drop provided to it on Friday. The mining stocks head up well for most of the day, but sold down into the close. GDX was off 30 cents or 0.9%, while the HUI was down 1.21%. The Mining Stock Journal is optimistic that the precious metal sector will stage a big fourth quarter rally as China's 2021 gold demand already exceeds that of full year 2020. Plus, India is now in full swing into its strongest three-month buying period of the year. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers in a moment, but first, a quick mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Corvus Gold. Corvus Gold is a North American gold exploration and development company focused on its near-term gold-silver mining projects in southwestern Nevada. The company holds a commanding land position within the Bullfrog Mining District. Neighboring adjacent projects controlled by Anglo Gold Ashanti, Kinross Gold, and Core Mining highlight this active district. The two 100% owned North Bullfrog and Motherlode projects have a combined nearly 4 million ounces gold of in-pit resource and continues to grow with an ongoing, successful resource expansion drill program. Corvus trades on the TSX and the NASDAQ with the symbol KOR. And here's what you need to know this morning. FPX Nickel announced the confirmation of a significant new nickel discovery from the Maiden drilling program at the Van Target at the company's Dekar Nickel District in central British Columbia in Canada. The first two widely spaced holes at Van, which is located 6 kilometers north of its Baptiste deposit, returned some of the strongest results in the district's history, highlighted by the results of the first hole, which intersected amongst the highest grade broad intervals of near-surface nickel mineralization ever drilled at Dekar. That hole returned 101 meters grading 0.15% DTR nickel, which is Davis tube magnetically recovered nickel, starting at an approximate vertical depth of 27 meters below surface. This is among the eight highest grading near-surface intervals in the history of Dekar. Hole two returned 103 meters grading 0.144% DTR nickel, starting at 55 meters below surface. 
The company says the results of holes one and two compare favorably with previous drilling results at Baptiste, which contains 1.996 billion tons of indicated resources at an average grade of 0.122% DTR nickel, plus 593 million tons of inferred resources with an average grade of 0.114% DTR nickel, both reported at a cutoff grade of 0.06%. FPX nickel trades on the TSX venture under FPX. Golden Minerals announced new assay results from 25 recently completed reverse circulation holes at its Rodeo Gold Silver Mine located in Durango, Mexico. Highlights included 18 meters of 2.3 grams per tonne gold, 8 meters of 3.9 grams per tonne, and 24 meters of 2.2 grams per tonne gold. The mineralization in these new zones is very similar to the material currently being mined consists of highly silicified epithermal veins and breaches hosted in felsic volcanic rocks. The company has drilled 47 RC holes for 3,187 meters, focusing on resource expansion and exploration of several targets located adjacent to the open pit. Golden Minerals trades on the TSX and NICE under AUMN. Maritime Resources reported an intercept of 3 meters grading 20.1 grams per tonne gold in hole 179 at the Orion deposit at its Hammerdown project in Newfoundland and Labrador in Canada, where it is on track to complete a resource update and feasibility study in the first quarter of 2022. Recent drilling has focused on the gap between the Hammerdown and Orion deposits where the company continues to find mineralization in a previously untested area of the project, which it believes has the potential to expand mineral resources and improve project economics. The company is about halfway through a 40,000 meter drilling program and has also completed a property scale, airborne VTEM, ZTEM and ground-based IP geophysical surveys. Maritime Resources trades on the TSXV under MAE. Palladium One Mining says the deepest downplunge drill hole to date at the Kakua South Zone has intersected 3.4 grams per tonne palladium equivalent over 10 metres, all within a 1.7 gram per tonne palladium equivalent interval of 62.9 metres. These drilling results extend the Kakua South Zone beyond 300 metres vertical depth confirm that the high-grade core zones identified at surface extend to depth. Initially, drilling of Kakua South was restricted to 200 metres in depth, but the discovery of an upper zone of mineralisation that could favourably reduce the strip ratio saw the company refocus its drill programme to expand the core zone of both the existing Kakua deposit and Kakua South to a 300 metre depth. Palladium 1 trades on the TSX Venture under PDM and on the OTCQB with NKORF. In Ecuador, Solgold announced a mineral resource estimate for its Tandayama America uh, porphyry copper deposit at its Cascabel project in Imbabura project, uh, province in northern Ecuador, which is some three kilometers north of its Alpala deposit. TAM hosts an indicated resource of 233 million tonnes, grading 0.33% copper equivalent, containing 530,000 tonnes of copper and 1.2 million ounces of gold, plus 197 million tonnes, grading 0.39% copper equivalent, 
in inferred resources containing 520,000 tonnes of copper and 1.24 million ounces of gold, with both potentially open pitable and underground bulk mineable resources. Alpala, the main deposit at Cascabel, hosts 2.6 billion tonnes, grading 0.53% copper equivalent in the measured and indicated categories. Solgold trades on the LSE and TSX under SOLG. Production numbers in the third quarter continue to roll in, including the quarterly information from B2 Gold. Total gold production in the quarter was 310,261,000 ounces, above budget by 7%, and consolidated gold production from the company's three operating mines was 295,723 ounces, above budget also by 7%, with solid performances from all of the company's mines, with each mine exceeding its budgeted production for the quarter. For full year 2021, B2 Gold has increased its gold production guidance range to between 1 million and 1.055 million ounces. B2 Gold trades on the TSX under BTO. That concludes today's morning briefing. We'll be back later today with more market commentary and corporate updates. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends at the Junior Mining Network.